बॉडी and the problem was not resolved for a long period of time that was apar gupta a lawyer and executive director at the internet freedom foundation an ngo for digital rights apar was talking about one of the many glitches on the arogya setu app the government's tool for assessing covid-19 infections and contact tracing which was widely used in the last 2 years but why am i talking about it now when the worst of the covid-19 pandemic seems to be behind us because as apar and his team of lawyers found out recently there are deeper problems with arogya setu they found out that the tons of public data stored on this app our names contact and location details may not be as safe as you think also if you thought that with the waning of the covid-19 pandemic the app has become irrelevant and its problems too small to worry about think again it's in fact getting much bigger and so are the concerns around it it's the 18th of august from the economic times i'm anirban choudhury and today on the morning brief we ask is your data safe on arogya setu in june this year the internet freedom foundation through an rti filing found that the government has recently ended the data protocol or the mechanism that restricts the use and sharing of the user data on the arogya setu app a revised privacy policy is still in the works but users have no clue about this shift here's my colleague suraksha p who recently wrote a story on this So when I learned that their privacy protocol has been discontinued and that their privacy policy is still in the works, and most importantly that users of the app have not been informed about it, I was surprised. There is no reason why the National Informatics Centre, which is you know the NIC which has designed the app, shouldn't tell the users about this. I mean, why should they refrain and hold back information if there is nothing uh, you know suspicious about this? This is a very important story because. the app's initial function of contact tracing has been discontinued but the app continues to see lakhs of downloads every month and the government has big plans on how to repurpose this app into a national health app and use it for things like teleconsultation vaccination finding a blood bank near you etc etc to understand why these ambitions may be worrisome for the app in its current form it's important to understand how arogya setu started and its trajectory in the last 2 years The app was launched in 2020, a few months after the pandemic hit India. It was built in record time, with the government desperate to contain the rapidly spreading virus, which was claiming hundreds of lives every day. In just about a month, it became the world's most downloaded healthcare app. The app initially, when it was launched in 2020, was used for contact tracing. We India was ravaged by the COVID pandemic and. initially uh, there were fewer number of 
people testing positive and we were in a position where contact tracing was very important to see the rate of infection spread and how many the reproduction number are not as we see uh, so this app was used to track how many people one covid positive individual is infecting so to speak as it reached millions of people naturally it collated massive amounts of data arogya said took a whole amount of data from individuals right through the smartphones through the registration process it would have your basic contact information but even over and above the application permissions included gps coordinates access to your bluetooth and wifi at the same point in time and all of this data is incredibly invasive it's about your physical movements who you've been in touch with what kind of movement you have been doing over a period of time and it's an always on app in a sense it's surveilling you and that's its intended purpose here's what seema kanna of the national informatics center where the app was created said about it arogya setu was built with privacy first as an idea that was the basic thing because privacy uh, is something which is very private to all of us although i have a different view when it comes because privacy is very private to all of us but when the nation is at stake privacy needs to be understood in a different context you cannot take privacy at that time and say that uh, just because i want to call it privacy i'm allowed to infect another person that the data that is collected is in the respective phone that is held in the hand of the individual it's going nowhere it's going nowhere it's residing very much there but unfortunately if somebody was detected as positive at that point in time because arogya setu had to start doing the number crunching and identifying that now from icmr i have got the data that this particular individual has been declared positive so now the purpose the very purpose of the app has to get triggered Arogya Setu was made available for public downloads on the 2nd of April 2020 and right from the start it faced its fair share of criticism in fact an MIT tech review around that time gave it a rating of 1 out of 5 which was possibly the lowest score a covid contact tracing app could have got across countries what happened was a lot of people who studied international best practices around privacy protections for digital contact tracing applications said essentially two things one you need to make the source code public which means not only the source code of the application in your smartphone of arogya setu but also the backend system explain how all of it is working because you are asking us for a whole amount of data and we want to know what is the least possible data we should share in order for you to do your job effectively and secondly also to test the validity of this hypothesis that a smartphone application can help prevent the spread of covid it put into question a lot of concerns around privacy after the open source demand was not being met so initially there was a privacy policy it went through several changes over a period of time but it remained unsatisfactory but the government never made any law for arogya setu and this was a core concern that the privacy policy is basically self serving it's like any other website right you just put up a privacy policy but who ensures that it is actually administered all this happened within a few months of launching the app the government did shortly come out with data protocol for the app now what's the difference between that and a privacy policy well very simply a privacy policy is focused on defining who has access to the data and who doesn't 
while a protocol focuses on applying those restrictions. So one says, don't do it. The other says, don't do it or else. This was on May 11th, 2020. And it was called the Arogya Setu Data Access and Knowledge Sharing Protocol 2020. And it had several provisions to make sure that individuals' privacy will be protected as per the makers. But according to us, these were not satisfactory. Because the first thing was, this protocol, again, was just like a policy document, right? It didn't pass through parliament. It was not a law. Hence, there was no legal obligation per se, which arose from it. Secondly, the protocol by itself did not constitute any authority clearly, which could independently scrutinize that these privacy protections would actually take place. And third, the protocol could be extended over a period of time to ensure that a person's data would be stored um, in perpetuity. And that ended up happening because the Arogya Setu protocol was made for a limited period of time, but was extended till about a year. This went on for two years. This year, the pandemic waned. The number of infections declined and so did deaths. Public places opened up and travelling became much easier. In all this, Arogya Setu was losing its relevance. That's when the government decided to change it. Starting by pulling the data protocol, something that Apar and his team came to know via the RTI filing in June. We discovered that the protocol has been discontinued and the privacy policy is what will continue to govern Arogya Setu. But the privacy policy by itself, if you look at it even today, right, it makes reference to the protocol. It says that the protections are from the privacy policy and the protocol, but the protocol has been discontinued. Now, this has raised uncomfortable questions. First, what happened to the public data that was stored? The app is not supposed to store data beyond 180 days, but... The RTI response which we received did not clearly say that whether the data which was gathered under Arogya Setu initially from all of us has been deleted, as was promised. When the NIC spokesperson spoke to us, she was categorically in saying that, you know, we have strictly abided by the privacy policy, which mentions that anywhere between 30 days and 180 days, the data will be deleted from the app and the government server. Even if I trust and I presume that, okay, well, all the data will be deleted for all the people, which does not serve any use, right, to its fullest extent. Well, it will probably be a technical process in which the deletion will be done. And sometimes data which is deleted can be retrieved. So how is it deleted? Is it completely destroyed? Are there any mirror copies which do exist? Was this data shared with any third parties? And has the deletion been done at their end itself? Has all of this process been audited by a third party or a technical supervisor to ensure that these claims do meet justification? All of these remain open questions even today. And then there are worries about whether the data was shared with other government agencies. Now, a lawyer with the Internet Freedom Foundation had told us that the Karnataka High Court had restricted the National Informatics Centre from sharing any data collected through the app with third parties, including departments of the government, because the users had not been made aware of the protocol, at least on the app. But when the NIC spokesperson spoke to ET, She said that the data has been shared with government agencies like the Indian Council of Medical Research and the National Health Authority only for the purpose of containing the pandemic. So um, we are not 
clear on which government agencies this data has been shared with for what duration in what month or year so to speak the users are still in the dark about such uh, nitigrities here's how apar sums up how this data can be prone to misuse is this data actually shared even beyond medical surveillance and can be used for other purposes in itself for a whole range of purposes it may be either leaked somewhere it may end up in somebody else's hands it may be used for political targeting purposes etc etc and this becomes concerning because today arogya setu is being repurposed as a master app for digital health and it will also have some degree of private sector interface which means some of our data may be shared with private parties the government now plans to expand the scope of this app arogya setu will now be the face of the government's ambitious digital infrastructure for healthcare called the ayushman bharat digital mission or abdm here's dr khanna of nic again arogya setu is no longer a contact tracing app it's transitioned to being the national health app now we've taken it to the next level by becoming the reference app for abdm and as a result of that anything that's onboarded in abdm becomes part of arogya setu If you pick up Arogya Setu today, you would see it's tightly. Now we have even launched eSanjeevni, which you are leading. So we have integrated with eSanjeevni, which is a brilliant thing because now the way we have adopted technology, you need not actually walk into a doctor's office. You can do it remotely, thanks to you. We have uh, registered as a blood donor. We have find the lab. We can. We are going to be taking to the next level of registering for being an organ donor, uploading your health records. any health information provider that gets onboarded in abdm becomes visible to the citizen the complete digital health journey of a citizen from end to end is going to be in his palm thanks to arogya setu we are going to be giving him the privacy which he wants the sensitivity which he wants the consent that he wants what does the government do rather than shutting down arogya setu it says we will take all the people of registered on arogya setu and utilize it for purposes which are much more reflective of the needs which we feel for medical health through digital methods right now that are necessary so there's what you call as a function creep you shift from contact tracing to offering vaccination slots generating health ids and then using it as a primary portal for digital health services such as insurance booking in hospitals any kind of benefits you would avail uploading all your medical history and records and this is again very concerning because what's the privacy protection goes beyond the data which is gathered to how that data is governed what is the policy system what is the legal safeguard what is the remedy you have with respect to your data being there in manner which is accurate you can delete it you are in control essentially Now remember all of this is happening in the backdrop of rampant data breaches in the country. A recent report from Netherlands based virtual private network provider Surfshank said that India faced the second highest number of data breaches in the world between Jan and June 2022. In Jan to March, 5 Indian accounts were breached every minute. In April to June, this number grew to 42. and this has been going on for years a reported data breach at the government citizen id database aadhar in 2018 was the largest in the world that year 
In September 2019, there was a data breach at the Kudankulam nuclear data power plant. In May 2021, a cyber attack on Air India's passenger database led to the leak of personal data of 4.5 million passengers. Let me just take a very contextual example. So you may have seen recently, there's a campaign which has been launched nationwide, which is called Har Ghar Tiranga, where the Indian tricolor is being promoted by the government to be put up in different houses. And if you go to the website, hargharthiranga.com, you'll see that it's hosted by the Ministry of Culture. It encourages, it's not mandatory, it encourages users to fill in their address, pin a flag on their location, which means their geographical information, take a selfie, uh, upload it onto the website, and you do it by creating an account, which is through a single sign-on from Google or Facebook, which means your Google and Facebook account is not associated with the government website or by using your mobile number. Moreover, the images of several minors is displayed, which can be used against their interests, right? And the privacy policy of the website, which is there, is essentially a boilerplate. It says things like, we can share your information with partners, but does not define who are partners. How will it be shared? And will it be ever taken back? Will it be ever deleted? So I'm pointing this example out because... It's the day-to-day right now and the prevalent practice, both in the private and the public sector, not to take any care of an individual's personal data. This is a systemic problem. It goes beyond Arogya Setu to a much broader issue. And remember, India does not have a framework of data protection laws yet. Earlier this month, the government withdrew a data protection bill after working on it for more than five years. We have a fairly detailed episode on this issue, which dropped on August 9th. It's linked in the description. Do listen to it. So, I asked Suraksha. What does this say about the government's general attitude towards data safety and protocol of its citizens? It's interesting that you ask about the general attitude of the government, because during the course of this story, when a senior health ministry official who spoke to ET for this story said... In English, this means privacy activists, journalists cry wolf all the time about data safety and protocol. But nothing ever happens. That is very interesting. So the fact that a senior health ministry official even said this means just speaks of the general attitude that the government has of for data safety and protocol. What are the things you think that the government needs to immediately do to change this? Arogya Setu, I think it would really help if the government just had an honest conversation with the citizens. You know, it could be a push notification on the app or just a press release. The government could just come clean on saying, this was the protocol, this was its objective, it was discontinued in this month for this purpose. And now, There is a privacy policy in its place and just tell the citizens how it is different from the protocol. This will instill confidence in citizens to use the app for whatever use cases the government has planned. So this is where we stand. From multiple mistakes on the one job that it had to core problems of data security, the concerns around Arogya Setu are many. 
now the government wants to make it bigger give it more responsibilities basically morph it into a one click solution for many of india's health problems but from what apar and suraksha said it's clear that the app in its current form isn't fit to take on that role the government needs to act fast it needs to make the app secure for the millions of users already on it the tons of data that will come to it and the massive amounts of data sharing that will happen if it were to become a national health app problems with the arogya setu also point towards a more serious chronic disease that still affects data privacy in the country data which is currently completely unregulated making it a breeding ground for breaches misuse and crimes how india tackles all these issues will define its role in this tech fueled decade or as the government itself calls it the techade you are listening to the morning brief as we try to find answers to the question is your data safe on arogya setu this episode was produced by vinay joshi from the economic times and swati joshi from avaaz sound editors indranil bhattacharji from the economic times and sondarya jayachandran from avaaz additional research Treya Agarwal executive producers Anupriya Bahadur and Arijit Barman from the Economic Times do share the episode if you liked it tune into ET Play our latest platform for all things audio including your favorite podcast the morning brief our episodes drop every tuesday thursday and friday this is your host anirban chaudhary signing off wishing you a great week ahead thank you all clips used in this episode belong to their respective owners credits are mentioned in the description